Hello and welcome to Suvata Cast. I'm Esme. Here at Suvata, we believe all people deserve to live a life free from suffering. It is our mission to support the expansion of human potential and liberation, and we do so through the work here on this podcast. You can find out more at our website, suvata.org. You know those days where everything just flows? Everything you do feels golden, blessed by God. Your feet feel light, you move with ease. Your existence feels simple and balanced. Your countenance is serene, your attitude is joyful, everything just seems to go your way and people love to be around you. Those days are magical, right? It feels like you're being guided by a higher power and your path is truly blessed. The reason those days feel so powerful, so magical, is because for most of us they're rare. They're few and far between. It's far more likely we'll have one of those days where everything just goes wrong. Where no matter what we do, it's just a shitstorm those days where you can't focus. You can't get into a groove. You wake up late because you forgot to set an alarm. You mess up at work. You get into a snip fest with your friends, your colleagues, your family members. Your coffee order gets messed up. Your yoga class is canceled. You spill a taco down the front of your favorite shirt. If you're a writer, maybe words escape you. If you're a painter, maybe the canvas repels you. If you're a yogi, you can't seem to make it to your mat. At the end of the day, when you're tired and you're D-O-N-E done, you just want to crash and start over tomorrow, but you can't because you can't fucking sleep because you just keep thinking about this horrible day that you had. Sleep eludes you. For most of us, those days are more common than the magical days. So the magical days, which, here's a secret, aren't really magical at all, they seem to be truly special. If you look at your days, look back at the last year, for example, the magical days really aren't that phenomenal. They're just the days with less drama and less bullshit than all the other days. Or are they? If you're being really honest with yourself, Did the magical days really have less drama and bullshit? Or were you just less phased by it? For most of us, the amount of drama and bullshit we encounter on a daily basis is pretty much the same day in and day out. After all, we have the same job, the same family members, the same spouse, the same friends, and the same co-workers. We go to the same coffee shop, we eat pretty much the same thing for breakfast, we drive the same route at roughly the same time of day. We have relatively routine lives. The in and outs don't change very much. But our mindset 
and our energy field, those do change. When we are having a blah day versus a magical day, the main difference is our mindset and our energy. Our mindset is dramatically influenced by our energy and vice versa. To realign our energy, we have to get out of our heads. And to get out of our heads, we have to realign our energy. This is very much a chicken and egg problem, but there are a few tools to have in your belt that will help you with both. And we'll get to those in just a couple minutes. But first, it's important to tell if your energy is out of alignment. Because if it's not, you're just going to waste a lot of effort trying to fix something that's not actually broken. While all the signs of energy misalignment are different for everybody, there are some signs that are pretty universal. Number one, you can't meditate to save your life. No matter how hard you try to focus on your breath and let your thoughts just float by on a mellow stream, you keep getting sucked into thought loops and you feel frustrated and anxious by the fact that even though you desperately need it, you can't calm your mind. Number two, when you try to focus on your work or your hobbies, you just sit there and zone out instead. An hour or three will go by and you'll realize you've done absolutely nothing of quote unquote value. Number three, you're unusually bitchy. Everybody's a little bitchy at times. I'm certainly no exception to this, but when your energy is out of alignment, you are extra bitchy or grumpy, if you prefer that terminology. I know a lot of people who, as soon as there is a minor energy disalignment or misalignment, I should say, they get grumpy and or bitchy. It's just the way it goes. Number four. Nothing seems to go your way. You're late. The coffee shop is out of oat milk. You dropped a taco, which is not a euphemism. You got stuck behind a slow guy when you're running late. It's like the universe is fucking with you. Number five. You have a background headache. No matter what you seem to do, you have a low-grade headache in the background that you just can't seem to shake. It's not a big deal, but it's there just enough to let you know. It's there tapping on your forehead, telling you, hey, look at me, I'm a headache. Number six, everyone is on your shit list. Even people you love dearly are pissing you the fuck off. And you know it's not your fault. It's actually all about you and what's going on with you right now. But you still want to strangle everybody who comes into your energy field. And you feel guilty about that because you know it's really all about you. Number seven. You're clumsy and dropping things. Are you dropping your phone more? Stumbling over your feet? The same two feet that you've had literally your entire life suddenly don't seem to work anymore? These are both signs that you're out of alignment. And if you're thinking, but I'm always uncoordinated, I would wager your energy has just been out of alignment for a really long time. 
Number eight, you can't seem to wake up fully. I'm not talking about spiritual awakening. I'm not talking about awakening up to the great ascension and 5D consciousness. I'm talking about actual awakening. I'm talking about being awake. For whatever reason, you just can't seem to wake up. You spend your whole day feeling groggy and half asleep unless you have large amounts of caffeine or other stimulants. Number nine, life just fucking blows. For no good reason. For no real reason that you can pinpoint. When someone asks you, how are you? Your first impulse is to respond with fucking terrible. And you have no actual reason why, because life's not actually that bad. It just feels that bad. It's an overwhelming sense of my life fucking sucks when your life's actually pretty good. If you have one or more of these symptoms, odds are good you're out of alignment energetically. Changing your relationship with your energy and consequently your mindset will do wonders for you. lot of ways with which to reground your energy. There's a lot of different tools and methods and a lot of things work for some people that don't work for others. In this episode, I'm just going to share what works for me, but also what works for other people who I help with energy work. Number one is grounding. When someone says to me, my energy is off, the first thing I recommend is grounding. Grounding, or earthing, is the concept of putting your body in contact with nature in order to calm your energy, soothe your emotions, and break free from toxic thought loops. The concept of grounding is rooted in the belief that by putting your body's electrical impulses, its energy, into contact with that of the earth, you're going back to your primordial roots and reconnecting to the energetic force that has spawned all living things. While this may or may not be true, the therapeutic therapeutic benefits of connecting with nature have been well documented. A 2019 study of 20,000 people indicates that spending two hours per week in nature is associated with good health and well-being. Furthermore, Richard Louvre, a journalist from San Diego, published a book called Last Child in the Woods back in 2005. And in this book, he illustrates how important it is for human beings to be in nature. At the time he published his book, there were only about 60 studies on this topic about the importance of grounding in nature. At the time of this podcast, There are well over a thousand studies, and these studies are all clear. Spending time in nature lowers blood pressure, increases immune function, decreases nervous system function, which also decreases your resting heart rate, and it lowers stress hormone production. And also for me and many people in modern spiritual circles, Grounding in nature is directly related to soothing your energy and opening your awareness. And it's simple, really. 
the less stress you feel within your body, the calmer your energy becomes, the more open your third eye becomes. The less anxious you are and the less closed off you are. The second technique, which is extremely helpful, is journaling. Which, I understand, may not be the most popular suggestion I'm going to throw your way, but journaling actually really helps. When you journal, you give your brain the space to let go of all the drama it's hanging on to. Your brain wants to get information out of it. Journaling has been proven by hundreds of studies to help reduce stress and anxiety, including PTSD among war veterans. And this is fairly obvious, and your brain likes to unburden itself. This is why criminals often confess and put themselves into jail when there's absolutely no evidence tying them to the crime. They like to talk, they like to brag, they like to unburden themselves. Your brain is no different. Think about a secret you have and how desperately you want to tell somebody. Then think about whether or not that's actually a good idea. It's probably not a good idea for you to just go blathering it to the world at this point in time, but your brain still wants to. And that's because your brain likes to unburden itself. You may not want to share your deepest, darkest thoughts with random humans or even your closest friends. So journaling allows you to make sense of what comes up for you while you're meditating, dreaming, or daydreaming. Journaling doesn't have to be in a fancy book. I personally use knockoff moleskins from Amazon or Walmart. And I actually even used to use composition books, like the cheap shit dollar... 50 whatever composition books. You don't even have to use a physical journal if you don't want. You can use the notes app on your iPhone. I know somebody who actually writes down notes about church sermons in the notes app on their iPhone. And this is a form of journaling. If you have an iPad, you could create a digital journal using the Good Notes app. There's a lot of ways that you can get into this practice. It does not have to be something that's rigid and structured. It just has to be helpful. To get started with therapeutic journaling, simply open up whatever you're using as your designated journal and start writing. Just let your brain go. Brain vomit, if you will, whatever comes up and whatever you're feeling called to put to page. And don't worry if it's good. Don't worry if you can even read your handwriting. Don't worry if your sentences make sense. The point isn't to write the next war and peace. The point is to unburden yourself. Once these thoughts are out of your brain, you make space for other things, for positive things, for things that raise your energetic vibration. Number three is to move your body. Every one of us is here on earth in this mortal realm, in this body, for a reason. God could have just as easily stuck you into the body of a cat, or a squirrel, or the almighty and majestic possum. But no, you were born into a human suit. You were given a human body. Your soul was birthed into your body. You were given this this suit to wear around. So you can learn what it's like to be a human. 
So your soul can experience the lessons and the teachings that are only available to humans. Whether it's humility or compassion or the touch of your lover. These are sensations and lessons that you are here to learn. Things that you perhaps wouldn't learn if you were in the body of the almighty and majestic possum. To unlock your energy, to get your chi moving, you need to move your body. Embody your body. Whether it's through yoga, or jogging, or divine dance, or energy, or qigong, let your body move freely and experience your body. Note the way your body feels. Embrace the way this form feels for you. And make note if it feels awkward or different. Connect with your body and let the energy that fuels it flow through you. Feel the energy move through your cells. Feel it move up from your feet, through your legs, your torso, and out through your fingertips. Let your body move in ecstatic disarray and feel the tension and negativity flowing out of your being. Number four is to focus on the positive. There is a lot of stuff that sucks in this world. And a lot of stuff that I'm sure you feel sucks in your life. But I would like to challenge you for a second with this. Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have clean water and food to eat? Do you have a body that's relatively free from disease and discomfort? Are you healthier than you are sick? Ostensibly, you have internet access since you're listening to this, and you have access to some sort of technology as well as an uplink. The fact that you can listen to this right now means that you are living a life free from censorship of word and thought. If you can read the show notes, that means you can read. All of these are to say that you are more blessed than billions of people on this planet. Your karma was not to be born into the being of someone who is struggling to get by in a third world country. You were born into the human suit of somebody in a prosperous life. If you have clean water, a roof over your head, and food to eat all at the same time, you are more blessed than 75% of the world's population. If you can read, you're luckier and more educated than over 1 billion people on this planet who cannot. If you don't have to fear political, social, or religious persecution for who you associate with and what you read online, you are more fortunate than 3 billion people in this world. While these may seem like no big deal, it's only because of where we live. These are only no big deal because you live where you live. It's because you are privileged. I am privileged. You and I are damn well blessed just to be right here, right now. When you are feeling down, when your energy is out of alignment, count your blessings. I know it sounds cliche, but it actually works. It is truly powerful. Literally count them. Count all the things you have, all the things that you are lucky to have. 
and you'll soon see how fortunate you are to be who you are, where you are, and in the body that you are in. When you begin to spiral into the low vibrational energy state, go back to gratitude. Give thanks to the universe. Give thanks to God for what you have and who you are. By realigning with the positive, you make room for even more blessings. In today's meditation, we're going to focus on giving thanks for what we have in our life and all the little blessings that we forget about. And one of the reasons we're doing this is because meditation is also a powerful way to raise your vibration. By combining meditation with gratitude, you're going to get even more results and you're going to realign your energy in a much more powerful way. Today we are going to be expressing gratitude for the little things in life, the day-to-day gifts that often go unnoticed. This meditation is best listened to in your favorite indoor room. Let's begin by calming the mind. As you sit or lie down, becoming as comfortable as possible, allow your mind to become more comfortable too. Close your eyes now and start to focus on your breathing. Breathing just a little bit more deeply than you usually do and exhaling a bit more slowly. Observing the breath is a great way to bring the mind into a state of focus. Take your time with your breath. Shift your awareness from your breath back to your body now, feeling the floor beneath you. Think about the room or the space you're in. How does it feel to be here? What is this place like? Begin to take note of the little things around you that you might take for granted as you go about your busy days. Think of this room as a shelter, a haven. Think of how it keeps you safe from the outside elements. Note how it keeps you well protected and allows you to feel comfortable. Notice the air on your skin and pay attention to what it feels like. Whether warm or cold, appreciate the temperature of the air that surrounds you.
bring your awareness to the sounds in the room. Perhaps you hear a ticking clock, the hum of a fan, or the faint whisper of voices in the next room. Perhaps you hear the faint sounds of traffic on the road outside. Or maybe the dishwashers quietly churning away in the background. Rather than thinking of these sounds as noises or distractions, lend some appreciation to them. Think of each sound as an opportunity to explore your surroundings and become more mindful of all the moving parts that exist here. Just listen. Just be present. You may pause this recording or lower the volume if necessary. Breathe deeply now and see what you can smell. Go deep uncovering scents that you may not realize exist here. Inhale through the nose as you pick up on the subtle aromas that surround you. Perhaps you can smell the scent of the floor cleaner. Perhaps you're picking up on the scent of fresh laundry in the dryer. Maybe you can smell plants or soil. Maybe there's other scents drifting in. Just breathe explore and appreciate this moment of mindfulness. Now begin to extend your awareness to outside your immediate surroundings. Think about your entire home and everything within it. Bring to mind the things you use every day that help your life run more smoothly. Alarm clocks, the refrigerator, sinks, closets, the clothes within.
see yourself go through a normal day, but moving more slowly through it, moving more mindfully. Envision yourself taking time to get dressed, washing up, eating, working. Visualize yourself taking the time each day to express gratitude for all of the modern conveniences that make your day possible. Try not to dwell on the haves and the have-nots. Simply appreciate every aspect of your daily experience. Continue to breathe deeply, setting an attention to move more mindfully throughout each day, starting now. Extend your awareness even further. Think of the world outside. Think of the beautiful blue sky above. The warmth and glow of the sun. The trees that offer you shade and the soil beneath your feet that help you ground deep into the earth. Think of the seasons. Autumn with its rich, deep colors and crisp breeze. Picture the perfect winter day complete with a warm cup of tea or coffee in front of a cozy, comforting fireplace surrounded by the people you love and next to the one that you love most. Breathe in the dewy freshness of spring, watching the flowers bloom as the sun returns to the earth. Think of slow, lazy days of summer soaking up the sunlight, savoring sweet, ripe fruits and cool, refreshing drinks. Express gratitude and appreciation for the changing of the seasons and the gifts that each one brings. It is easy to find gratitude for everything that runs smoothly in our lives. But what about the bumps? What about everything that goes wrong? We can be thankful for those little life lessons too. The spilled milk, the flat tire, the slow guy in front of us, the endless grocery store line. All of the little errands 
minor annoyances that pepper our days. Every mishap, every inconvenience offers us a chance to slow down, the chance to live in the present moment and focus our attention on the matters at hand. Visualize yourself navigating these bumps in the road with grace and ease, effortlessly going with the flow and keeping a calm head while adopting a come-what-may attitude. Take a deep breath in, pull the air deeply into your body. And then a slow letting go breath as you release all of your stress and tension. Another deep inhale and a slow exhale, releasing expectation. Slow breaths, letting go of anything that prevents you from experiencing gratitude and realigning your energy. Release all of your blocks and let them dissolve. Breathe in clarity. Breathe in relaxation. Engage with a peaceful, steady rhythm of your breath as you continue to invite gratitude into this experience. In the wise words of author G.K. Chesterton, when it comes to life, the critical thing is whether you take things for granted or take them with gratitude. Let this sink in. The critical thing is whether you take things for granted or you take them with gratitude. Commit to turning all of your four granteds into gratitude by mindfully walking through your life and making an effort to notice more, to feel more, to see more. 
continue deep breathing to deeply integrate this idea. Become aware of your body once again, feeling the floor beneath you, the air against your skin, and the sounds around you. As you slowly allow your eyes to open and take everything in, recognize that this is your life. You are here and you are blessed to be. As you continue your day or night, remember to take everything with gratitude to help you raise your vibration and realign your energy. Namaste.